episode 227 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a simple old fashioned. Yeah. Right? We, yeah. We, I mean, last week we did the malted rye from Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, let's use that. And uh, we've got some, it's not a, a, a traditional way of making an old fashioned. Yeah. So it's we a had mom, easy way. Yeah. Mom brought us some old, uh, some old-fashioned simple syrup uh-huh. so we just used the the syrup and the whiskey yeah that was it and garnish uh-huh. it with a orange pill and woodford and the, reserve cherry oh man yeah those uh woodford reserve cherries are good too mm-hmm. i like them a lot so this week we are going to be talking about disrespectful things that your partner is doing mm-hmm. uh we we've had this on our list to to talk about for a while now and um we finally decided to to do it um but before we get started with that seth has his dumbass post of the week Alrighty, marriage is the process of finding out what kind of man your wife would have preferred <laughs> my gosh that reminds me of that bill burr joke uh, he said that i found out in marriage we're always working on me Oh. So I can be the man that she wants. Uh-huh. And I think that I think there's a lot of That's women. That's true. I mean, this falls that the the age-old adage that men marry a woman hoping she never changes and a woman marries a man thinking she can change him into the man she wants him to be. Mhm. I know. And you're both wrong. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I know. I couldn't imagine like getting into I I mean, I guess in my in my last relationship I did want him to change. Mm-hmm. But in our relationship, you're perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that this is this is what happens when you when you don't know. I don't want to say no how to do your research, but you don't you don't look ten feet in front of your face uh-huh. when you meet somebody and you you know you get these butterflies and all that, and you start thinking you're falling in love, and you're falling in love with a certain aspect of someone, and but you aren't like looking anywhere long term Mm -hmm. what's this person going to be like as far as you know from this perspective a woman how's he going to be a provider how's he going to be attentive how's he going to be doing all this stuff and it's funny because i think that women tend to over romanticize the courtship period like they were dating this great guy that did all these things for him but ended up just not being the husband they wanted Mm -hmm. and you're wrong he was never you know, if, if he was doing a bunch of stuff and then he stopped, why? Yeah. Something happened. Typically, it's because you cut him off from sex and mm-hmm. he finds that there's no reward in anything he's doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most of the time, he was never Prince Charming. No, I know. That's so true. He was just, at the time, better than the last chode you dated. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, the last And chode. you're like, this is the one. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you're stuck. You're still, you know. Still some kind of version of a chode you have to sculpt into a good partner. I know. Yeah. I mean, and I, it's like, I think that there's a difference between growing together and and doing that kind of stuff and actually, and just wanting your partner to flat out change who they mm-hmm. are. And so um, it just seems like there's too many people that... that want to change or too many women that want to change their partner and and not just grow mm-hmm. well yeah and, and i think that the, if, if you've identified unacceptable behavior mm-hmm. that's fine but once again if, if you marry a duck and you're upset that he doesn't soar like an eagle <laughs> it's because you married a duck yeah you know uh-huh. yeah and that marriage is not very quacktastic <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You would think it would be quacktastic if you married the duck, though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, like I said, we are going to be talking about um, disrespectful things that your mm-hmm. partner is doing. And uh, I know that we, we always, you know, we touch on this stuff quite a bit, I guess, like throughout any of our episodes. But I think that just having a full episode... Um, for it was needed. It, it's funny because in, in looking at stuff for this before the episode, there's there's a a 
public broad definition of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like if whether you go to Reddit or, or these little threads where people are, you know, talking about how they've been disrespected in relationships, a lot of them I tend to tend to think fall more on the lines of a pet peeve more than an act of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's because everyone's just continues to be overly sensitive to things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these were, and, and even some even some women or people that put on the list, and this, this episode's not for women, it's for both, but mm-hmm. I noticed like like women would put things on there that they didn't like what their partner did, but then they would still say, I don't ever bring it up though. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, then you, you are a glutton for punishment. Because uh-huh. like I've said before, I, most men will correct behavior if they're told to do so in the right way. Mm-hmm. If they understand it and, you know, you, you approach it in the right direction and you, you you know, you plead your case in the appropriate manner, most men with half a brain will, of course, correct and change. Yeah. Um, and at least maybe not do it again or not do it so much or at least be aware of it or at least you've opened. I mean, you are an awful communicator if you're complaining about what your partner's in and you've never talked about it. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Well, and and, and like you said, in the right way in the right manner you need to bring it up in a way that isn't belittling them that Mm -hmm. isn't that is showing them respect as well not just you know just because it's a problem to you and it's something that they haven't they don't know about Mm -hmm. you know you need to you need to be careful with how you present it oh yeah you Uh, don't have to be overly delicate but no you can't be you know raging bitch of the month at the time when you decide to bring it up yeah exactly i know like you you don't want to bring it up in an argument and focus on the task at hand Mm -hmm. like like one of the girls i remember one of the one of the things that one of the girls said was every time he gets in my car he turns on the music he wants to listen to Mm -hmm. and she's never brought it up Mm -hmm. well okay (laughs) say something yeah and once again is it your car is he driving is have you set a? She said precedence? it was her car, though. She did say it was her car, yeah. but still, it's always like here. You drive, you drive, because uh-huh. I know there's a lot of women that do that. Uh-huh. You drive, you drive. That's true. I know. And a lot of guys are like, well, if I'm the pilot, it's my tunes, uh-huh. not because it's your car. Uh-huh. You know. So it, I think a lot of it is just like you don't understand the expectation. Yeah, I know. Bring but, it up. But with that, you know, if the issue is I'm tired of listening to his music, I don't like it. And even compatibility aside, that's fine. You have different tastes. When you say that, you want to stick to that. You know, every, I know every time I get in the car, I like listening to this. It is my car. I would enjoy it if we're listening to the kind of music I want to. Maybe we rotate, talk, do some of that compromise mm-hmm. that we talked about before. Um, but you don't want to veer off topic. You don't want to be like, <sighs> you know, every time you get in the car, you do A, B, C, D, F, and G. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just keep it focused on what the res- the issue you want to resolve is. Yeah. It's not the time to tackle everything wrong in the relationship mm-hmm. or attack all these character flaws this person has mm-hmm. because it's overloaded and then they get defensive. A lot of guys can handle one bit of criticism at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times you will tend to see women not want to approach it because they they it, it is it's from a sincerity perspective of they know how they would feel mm-hmm. and and you know it goes once again to the difference between guys and women men can take most men if you have an overly sensitive feminine man then it doesn't apply to that pussy but most men can handle a dose of constructive criticism feedback all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be butt hurt. They're not going to bring... Once again, real men aren't going to bring it up 10 years later in the middle of an argument yeah. that had nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. I know. Well, and that's the other thing is that most of the most of the time that once a woman... What, what I see happening in that, in that instance is that she is going to blow up mm-hmm. when a, later on down the road... And say that it's been bothering her for all of these years. And he's completely blindsided yeah. by it. He's like, uh-huh. what? Yeah. He's like, I was playing. I thought that was your favorite song. <laughs> She's like, Raining Blood by Slayer. Every time we get in the car, not my favorite song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of, I mean, we're still kind of on topic, but kind of got a little off topic of, of, of all of this. But 
uh-huh. my point with all that uh-huh. was originally that generally there's just there seems to be this very broad definition oh, yeah, of what yeah. disrespect uh-huh. is and so ours is very dialed in from our perspective i know uh-huh. that that can change based on people but we're not talking about little pet peeves or little tiny things uh-huh. these are these are things that are blatantly disrespectful to your partner not little annoying habits that your partner has mm-hmm. and that was kind of what we saw a lot yeah of the, it, it was, was just like you're you're annoyed you're not are you really disrespected because the the traditional definition of disrespect is doing something you know that's not courtesy or the, the lack courteous. of courtesy yeah it does no courtesy it's, it's not courteous it's rude whatever and, and so yeah does that apply i guess mm-hmm. but we're talking about real disrespect you know mm-hmm. yeah not your generic it bothered my feelings kind of yeah kind annoyance of. annoyance type of uh-huh whatever you want to call that i know <laughs> yeah for sure so uh i mean we we really we like you said we are trying to focus more on on actual actual things that you know your partner may be doing mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if I think I'm trying to think here, like if people, because I know not everybody will consider all of these. Some people may be like, "What? That's just dis- you think that's disrespectful?" Really? Yeah. No. But um, as we hit the ones you're on the fence about, say it. I'm curious. Okay. Okay. Well, so anyway, um, oh, I think I'm gonna sneeze. Oh. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> they have. There, so you know, we all, you all know how Seth and I feel about celebrity crushes, anyway. But we realize and understand that a lot of people do have celebrity crushes. Mm. But we believe that when your partner takes it a bit further than, or is a bit too much with their celebrity crush, mm-hmm. and is constantly. I don't know, uh, downloading things mm-hmm. about them, talking about them and how they wish that they could have them, you know, sexually or, and, and, and like I said, like we, you all know how we, what we feel about celebrity crushes. Like we think that it is disrespectful anyway, mm-hmm. but we're trying to take a step back and, and understand that that all everybody else usually usually does have have a celebrity crush and most people are okay with it right but we believe that if you're taking it too far that that is disrespectful yeah yeah and and, and it, it it is it is that it it's that you know it's not just that they they had a crush on whatever celebrity when they were in high school it's it's truly borderline obsession mm-hmm. they you know, follow them all over social media platforms. They call, they comment on all their stuff. You know, because once again, you do have to understand this is someone of the opposite sex. This is someone that you have a level of attraction for, mm-hmm. and and I think that you, for most people, it just feels non-threatening. Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy. It's like it's it's hypothetical at best. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's. It's never going to be an issue. I'm not threatened by this. It's it's a celebrity that the you know they're never going to meet. It's never going to be, whatever. And it's like okay, if that's how you want to categorize this, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But this overly obsessive behavior and this, um, you know, the, this fantasy that they tend to kind of either, you know, literally follow via social media and and fan fandom versus, you know, just oh yeah, my my partner and I have a have a secret, you know, celebrity crush or a celebrity crush list that mm-hmm. you know, even even the ones that are like I get a hall pass if I ever run into whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and you live in freaking, you know, rural Indiana and you're obsessing over someone that you're never going to meet, you know, yeah, whatever. Okay. I once again, we still think that there's a level of disrespect there as well, but once it becomes that point where it's making your partner uncomfortable. It's making your partner feel bad. It's making your partner feel threatened. Then it is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it is the partner's responsibility to say that you've crossed that line. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you kind of have to. It's almost like people feel they they get a they get a pass 
because it is a celebrity. But if you were acting this way about somebody that was not a celebrity, or let me back that up. If your partner was acting the way that you are about a celebrity, about someone that wasn't a celebrity, would you have a problem with their mm-hmm. behavior? Mm-hmm. And so you have to take the celebrity piece out of it. Yeah. I know that that's the key ingredient in a celebrity crush. Mm, I know. But the actions and the behaviors and the disrespect comes from, directly, because of those actions and behaviors. Well, so not only that, but I think that, <laughs> I, I think, it's so weird because, like, a lot of celebrities, it, it, they are, you know, really... They, they're they really good looking people mm-hmm. and people that you that you don't see every day on the streets mm-hmm. and um but i think that because i've seen it before where people have had celebrity crushes on people that look more normal than a regular you know a-list type of celebrity mm-hmm. where they they look like the the same type of guy that your wife dated when mm-hmm. she was in high school. It ends up being, it's not so much that they have a crush on the celebrity themselves. It's they have a crush on that type of person. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yes. look, that, that build, that frame, that that charisma, whatever it is, that they're, you can tell that they're not attra- they're not attracted to the fame of it and they're not you know enthralled by the the hypothetical and exclusivity of a celebrity world it is you know the in, in an air I'm, I'm trying to think like the the best way to say it i'm trying to think of a really good example mm-hmm. of it I'll, I'll 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 pick on a guy okay if a guy is like like oh man i i have a i have a huge crush on Kat Von D. I just love girls that are tatted up. Mm-hmm. Well, you you've just you've just named a type. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that it's Kat Von D. It's it's that you're attracted to girls that are have neck tattoos and full body tattoos and and have a certain look and a certain edge and a certain appeal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now your partner is probably going to be anytime you see a girl that's tattooed, mm-hmm. they're going to like give a double take and be watching you because you've kind of laid it out there. The mm-hmm. other thing that idiot guys i guess and girls do is they will point out their celebrity crush and then continue to point out people that look like that celebrity oh my gosh i know and that's like next level moronic disrespect Uh oh yeah it is like oh yeah i mean yeah oh yeah kat von d i watched her tattoo shows and blah 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 all this and that and and then you know you 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 go to your wife's work and the the new girl working there has tattoos and the husband's like man she kind of looks like Kat Von D mm-hmm. he just said he has a thing for your coworker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because well you, this you... happened to me this happened to me personally like not and I was the I was the person that looked like the celebrity mm-hmm. and it was uh what's what's her name the um Steven Tyler's Liv Tyler mm. Liv Which Tyler. I don't, I don't and I don't it. see it at all. Yeah. I don't, like, yeah. It's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've Out gotten, of all the celebrities you've been told you look like, that's one that I don't get. The least. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't no. know. Yeah, the Missy girl. Was, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> but anyway, like, and so, like, the husband tells this girl, which is a friend mm-hmm. of mine, and uh and he's like oh yeah i have the biggest crush on you know Liv tyler blah 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 and then he's like oh my gosh she looks just like Liv tyler Mm -hmm. and i know she she had to have hated me for quite some time because of it Mm -hmm. and they're not together anymore i I didn't do anything wrong but Mm -hmm. like at one it felt weird for Mm me but also like that's how it that's how it could you know hurt your partner's feelings mm-hmm. and it is disrespectful to to do that. Yeah, I think that you're right though with with that like it takes it even further than yeah. just a celebrity crush. And that's I think that that's where <laughs> I think men tend to do that more than women. Where they would be mm-hmm. that dumb to say 
oh, they that that girl looks just like the girl I've told you about that I have a crush on. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, do women do it? Yeah. I I think men do it more ignorantly. Mm-hmm. I think women may do it intentionally. <laughs> oh gosh, but, uh, yeah, probably. Maybe. But I think I think some of, like when men do it, I think it's just kind of a dumb. Yeah. Like, you idiot! What are you doing? Yeah. On behalf of all men. Smack! Oh my God! What are you doing? You I don't know. say stuff like that. You yeah. Know? Um. So, I, I, yeah, I, I think that 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 is something that that you know, if you behave that way, watch out for it. Yeah. Um If it if it's something your partner's doing, it bothers you. You need to talk about it. Yeah. There's there once again we we've said it a hundred times. You are allowed to feel how you feel about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be hurt. You're allowed to be bothered. You're and they can't. We'll get into this. They can't, maybe that's a good segue. Yeah. They can't disregard your feelings about something based on the, we said this on the last episode, based on the the fact that it doesn't bother them. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it still wouldn't bother your partner, though. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it definitely takes, it, I think people feel dumb. Like, I'm not, I mean, it's a celebrity. Why would I even say anything? Mm-hmm. But it, it's if it bothers you, it bothers you. I know. Yeah, I know. You're you're exactly right. You know, you you it is okay because we do have our feelings. We all have our feelings. And you shouldn't feel dumb for feeling what you feel because that's how you feel. Mm -hmm. And you should bring it up to your partner. Yeah. You should bring it bring it up to them. Otherwise it's gonna continue to bother you. And it's gonna things are gonna build up. And I think one of the one of the things that that tends to just get glossed over that people either feel silly talking about or feel dumb or or uh, people men and women we're we're all really good at at identifying something that makes us feel insecure, but at the same time realizing that if we say that we have a problem with something, our insecurity is now going to be exposed, mm-hmm. and so we just hold on to it. We're like, well, I don't want to look weak. I don't want to look insecure. I don't want to look controlling. So I'm just going to bottle it up. And then it always ends up coming out at the wrong time and it ends up being a problem down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, if you cannot feel comfortable with your partner talking about anything, that's a good sign of a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. You should be able to bring these things up to your partner. Yeah. There shouldn't be a topic that's, or there shouldn't be any subject that's, that's you know, out of bounds or a topic you can't discuss because of somebody gets too upset too quickly or somebody's going to get overly emotionally emotional about it. Those are all BS defense mechanisms, mm-hmm. but you should be able to have a good solid conversation about these things. Um, so if you're doing it, watch it. If you're going through it, talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. I think that that was a perfect segue into, into what we're going to talk about next. And it is that your partner oversteps or disregards, disregards your boundaries and feelings hold on did you think that the celebrity crush was something that people would be like that's not yeah i did Uh okay i did i yeah that was it and i think that's why i think i over explained in the beginning Mm -hmm. about it because yeah i i I do think that people are couples that have fun with it Uh i I think that they would be like well it's not it's a Uh non-issue and and like we keep saying if it's a non-issue it's a Uh non-issue but it has to be a non-issue 100 percent to both people involved Uh exactly and most of the time it's not Uh one of you doesn't have a problem the other one's acting like they don't yeah and if you're the one that knows you don't have a problem then chances are your partner does kind of have some kind of problem i know yeah exactly so Uh uh-huh yeah, it, but yeah, that was that was the one that I, I don't know if if there's really anything else. I think everything else I think is is pretty good. Uh, yeah, is is on point with. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that is. Oh, and the, and the last thing I will say about the celebrity crush and, and why why it makes your partner feel bad is because most of them are people, or your crush does not look anything like your partner. Mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. i mean i've seen i've seen guys that are you know five foot three pasty little scrawny white guys and their wife is obsessed with idris ilba oh gosh you didn't even <laughs> marry the same race that you're attracted oh, to oh gosh i know you know what is he supposed to do with that i know how is because because in men's heads I think it is kind of almost a competition, mm-hmm. but and so so. But I think that that that's part of it. Is is most people identify a a celebrity crush 
that, you know, does not characteristically, physically, anything resemble Resemble. their partner in any way, shape, or form. I know. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the same thing as just identifying that somebody's attractive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking about that obsessive. Yes. You know, know, whether it's a a singer, songwriter, artist, a movie star, television star, whatever it is, someone that that you obsess over Mm -hmm. and typically does not resemble your partner in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And so it makes your partner just like, well, I can't do anything about that. It's like, you know. There's no competition there because you can't compete. So when you feel you can't compete, you feel like you you lost. I know we've even talked about that, like in in like the porn episode where mm-hmm. like the different types of porn and like you know if if your husband likes Asian girl porn, like is the celebrity crush more disrespectful if there's like uh, the porn thing makes me think. But I'm not saying. Obviously, you would never want to have like a a porn celebrity crush. Oh gosh! But like, if there's like a bunch of naked pictures or something of that celebrity out there, oh, does that gosh. make it even worse? Probably. If it's like if you find out your, you know, your husband who who was the, all those girls that got all their iPhone photos got leaked a few years ago. Uh-huh. It was all these female celebrities like like Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Lawrence, all uh-huh. these girls. So if you, if you're if your your husband is a huge Jennifer Lawrence fan, uh-huh. guaranteed. Somewhere on his phone, he probably has I know. those nude leaked photos. Yeah. Well, I know. And, and like even, I don't know, I, I even like think about like that uh, that movie Knocked Up when they when they specifically look, they, they like oh, create yeah, their yeah. little business or whatever to... For the nude the scenes website, and all the Yeah, movies. for the nude. And like, because you know that your husband is looking for those at, nude at, scenes. At one hour and two minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> Full, full bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and you and you don't want. I wouldn't want to watch that movie with my husband if, if that was the case. I wouldn't want him watching it if that was mm-hmm. the case. You know, like right. no, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not happening. Sorry, and that would be that is very it it, it is very disrespectful, and I think it does make it worse mm-hmm. for sure. Oh yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I was just wanting to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, overstepping your your boundaries and disregarding your feelings um, is the next one on our mm-hmm. list. And I think that all of what we just said about about the celebrity crushes and not and if you are the partner that is rolling your eyes, yeah, and like shut up, whatever uh, you're doing that, yes. you're doing this next piece. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop doing that because your partner's feelings do matter. You you invalidate every, any feeling or emotion or thought your partner has about about the subject. Um, and 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 it is one of those things where you're you're choosing to not you you just casually dismiss their issues and concerns because it's an inconvenience on changing your behavior Mm -hmm. that's what it really boils down to is you feel that it's not necessarily that you feel that you're right it really is their concern isn't worth your time to adjust your pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. and that is horribly disrespectful Mm -hmm. i mean absolutely disrespectful And, and i think people do that in relationships a lot more than they want to admit. Oh, um, I know. And I think part of it is that the the offended or disrespected or victim of the relationship in, or the partner in that relationship isn't vocal enough or they handle it in, inappropriately or they don't bring it up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's, I don't want to say they're the ones to blame, but it still goes back to if your partner doesn't know that there's a problem, then it can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. So you have to know that there's a problem. Um, well, that's the first step is to yeah. know that there's a problem mm-hmm. and to and if you are the person, that's the sucky thing, though, is like because I, I, I think that me personally, even going through that in my previous relationship, I I would I felt like nothing that I said mattered. And mm-hmm. then so I got to the point where it was just like, well. I'm just not going to say anything anymore mm-hmm. because what's the point? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not even worth it. And so when we, you know, we, we try to say you need to speak up, mm-hmm. you definitely need to speak up. But on the other end, 
the partner needs to reciprocate mm-hmm. and and I don't know, listen to you. Yeah. Listen to to your feelings and your needs and your wants or whatever and actually have communication. Mm-hmm. Communicate your with each other back and forth. You know? And even if you don't agree with with your partner, don't just roll your eyes mm-hmm. and and dismiss what they're saying. I would encourage you to to think about what they're saying mm-hmm. and even ask questions. Well, why does that make you feel that way? Right. Not just Ugh, whatever. You're just being you're just being overly and, dramatic. And your point of asking, and I'm I'm notoriously bad at doing this. Your point in asking questions shouldn't be to prove you're right. Mm-hmm. I do that. I do that when I ask questions. I, I think I'm right. So I'll ask. I don't know if I'd say leading questions, but I'll I'll ask questions that favor my point, mm-hmm. or or phrase them in a way that. I'm trying to get the answer I want that supports my point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of just a, a debating type of communication technique that you just get used to using. Um, and it's tough to drop that in a personal setting. Mm-hmm. And so you need to make sure that when you ask those questions, you you need to phrase them in such a way that they're they're short and simple and it allows your partner to expand on their own answer. Don't don't pretend that it's an open-ended question that gives them a very closed-ended answer that's going to either continue the argument or basically justify your point in your own head. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, and just, just kind of reiterate what you said, you you have to be open to the communication. Mm-hmm. I know. So I know, yeah. It's, but the thing is, is that I, I'm trying to, because I... I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think that like people that that would listen to the podcast, they would probably. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but I was just saying like they would be on the side of the partner that isn't necessarily telling their partner how they feel, mm-hmm. or maybe they think that they're telling their partner how they feel. Because they're beating around the bush about yeah, it. Yeah, they're like around. hinting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't see I don't see the other person that disregards their feelings listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and listening to what we have to say. Oh yeah. You know, because right. they're just they would do the same thing to us, mm-hmm. roll their eyes and yeah. and be like, you whatever. Know what about. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> uh so yeah, I mean that's that's a big one and that will probably go with everything, everything else too mm-hmm. that we yeah. that we have to say, uh, but um, another thing is their social media behavior is irresponsible or inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. This is a big one nowadays. I mean, we, we've done full episodes dedicated to this, mm-hmm. and and this this concern has been a constant since we started the podcast of of listeners and viewers reaching out about this very specific thing. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's one of our top episodes as well, isn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about it on If You're Married, Act Married. We talked about, you know, what your social media footprint says about. I mean, what we 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 just covered it on on a multi on multiple different levels. What was the attention? The attention horse. Yeah, attention horse or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, attention seekers. Two, or, yeah, yeah. So it, it it always circles back to this, and we typically do an episode after we've we've gotten several, and it's always guys. Yeah, it's, it's uh, we've uh, no no no. Uh, the, the the social media behavior that we've gotten from women is how their husband interacts with women mm-hmm. on social media. So basically the guys are the fanboys mm-hmm. pining after women on social media mm-hmm. and the women are the ones being pined after mm-hmm. or, or wanting to be pined after. They want that attention. Men, men aren't seeking mass attention from other women. They find one woman on social media that they're attracted to at some level and they're trying to get her to notice him. Mm-hmm. And so that's been the complaint from a wife's perspective. But the complaint from the men are all the same. Mm-hmm. It's my wife acts this way on social media. My wife entertains men on social media. And we're not even talking like they have OnlyFans. We're no. talking Facebook and Instagram and, mm-hmm. and crap like that. So Or act single. Or, yeah, they, they act single online. They act single, you know, their 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 social media persona 
it's not clear that they're married. It's mm-hmm. not clear that they're in a relationship. It's not clear that you're their partner for, to the guy. Mm-hmm. It's very ambiguous because they want to keep. It, it's it's almost like it's almost like when you have a house that's sold and it says in escrow. Mm-hmm. That's them. There's still a chance it could fall out. I know. So we're keeping the sign up front just in case the cl- the deal doesn't close. Yeah. This could be back on the market any day. So we'll keep the sign out here saying that. That's that's how you behave on social media when you don't make it clearly apparent consistently that you're taken and you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you're doing. And it's a very disrespectful game to play with your partner because yeah. you do not value the status of your relationship at all. I know, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. At all, at all. And, and actually, that's funny you, that... Uh, we recently did have a female reach out though and and say that her husband was the one that was acting single on social media and uh what was he doing he was (laughs) cropping her out of photos Uh. and um and sharing like and and not sharing any pictures of them together Mm -hmm. and and all of this stuff and and so Anyway, like it ha- it does happen for both mm-hmm. for both sexes. It's um it is definitely heavily more so the oh, women for sure. doing that. By far. Uh-huh. It's 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 the women abusing, you know, that privilege or, you know, with great responsibility or great power comes great responsibility yeah. uh-huh. type of thing. Um and it, it becomes a very contentious part of a relationship is social media. I mean, it's it's always causing problems. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, across the board, when you look at social media, it, it's, it, is, it is a combination of everything involved in social media. It, it starts off with, with how you're representing yourself just in the posts that you share, mm-hmm. the pictures you take, the advertising that you're doing. And I really liked how how um, you know, this, this one guy was, was putting it with this is well, how do, I'm trying to remember how he worded it. Like, women are into marketing, mm-hmm. and men are into purchasing. Mm-hmm. And so, what that really means is the agreement of when you're in a relationship is the woman will not continue to market herself as available, and the man will quit looking to purchase mm-hmm. or buy another relationship. Mm-hmm. So there, there's there's an agreement there that you're off the market, I'm not searching the market, and we're fine. Mm-hmm. And those lines continually get crossed on social media because women are constantly trying to convince men that it's a safe space. It's not a big deal. It's just social media. It's not in real life. And, and the, the bottom line is, is, is it hurts pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And you're causing the same problems. Um, and this is where it ties directly into the, the one we just talked about. And you can't dismiss it. Mm-hmm. If your mm-hmm. partner is like, I don't like how you present yourself on social media, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. And you need to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. What's, what's acceptable behavior. And I think that I, I hope younger couples now have, you know, conversations about these things and what their expectations are in their partners. Because I think that a lot of this stuff just kind of continues to it's it's a ask for forgiveness, not permission type of thing. Well, I'm going to just keep behaving how I want on social media, and I'll stop if they have a problem. Mm-hmm. But you don't stop when they have a problem. You defend what you're doing. I know. And you push back on it, and you act like a little bitch about it mm-hmm. instead of... You know what you're doing is wrong. You know what you're doing. You know what they're accusing you of. You are 100% guilty of. But then you try to turn it around and make them feel bad about calling you out for being a social media slutty thirst trap looking hoe Mm -hmm. um and you know deep down you're doing exactly what they're accusing you of Mm -hmm. you just don't want to admit it and so you get defensive Mm -hmm. when the best course of action is i don't even care if you say you're right the best course of action is to say you know what i'll 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 watch how i do that from now on and then do it yeah yeah i know well i know and and the other thing even you know beyond the acting single and looking like a you know a social media whore and all that is they post stuff about their relationship too out there for the public and everybody else to see and and criticize and or they'll post cryptic stuff mm-hmm. that 
about their relationship and then and all of it is disrespectful towards your relationship Mm -hmm. and you don't even these people don't even realize how dumb they look by posting this stuff because there is everybody knows that there's a problem Mm -hmm. and 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 that that makes other guys and girls that that see that you have a problem know oh like if there's a a single girl out there that sees a guy that posts this kind of stuff that he's having issues or whatever which i don't think guys guys normally don't post the cryptic type stuff Mm -hmm. but she sees it and she's like oh something's going on with with them and then she slips into his dms and then they meet up and mm-hmm. you know it opens it opens it up for bad things to happen in your oh, relationship yeah, absolutely i mean and that's that's what it's all about is just protecting that 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 sanctity of the relationship by not opening those little cracks in the doors and, and windows and all that for people to allow to get in um yeah and, and, and you you hit on something in that though because i think that it's it's not just the pictures. It's it's. I mean, I've I've seen I saw people. I've seen people recently, like share and say things like, you know, because it was Christmas time. I've seen I saw girls like share stuff like, Santa, please bring me a guy that's whatever, and they describe a guy that's not their husband mm-hmm. or that's not their boyfriend or that's not their fiance, and it's like, why would you even say that? Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas this year is a. Uh, is a guy that's, you know, whatever. You you fill in the blank. Whatever it is is not who your partner is. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to make your partner feel? Yeah. And and once again, put the shoe on the other foot. How would you feel? I mean, if you're, if you're you know, some short, dumpy, overweight, you know, blonde-headed girl and your boyfriend or husband is like, all I want for Christmas is a, a five-foot-ten hot redhead with... 34 24 34 measurements <laughs> yeah please santa bring that to me i know would you be okay with that no uh-uh. you shouldn't be okay with <laughs> no. that no fuck that yeah uh-uh. so yeah i know and, and i i always love thinking about it from the other person's mm-hmm. perspective you know like because because it, it's so true you need to think about those things how would this make me feel yeah yeah not good and so so yeah so so it's the pictures it's it's the verbal things or the the words that you actually post uh beyond that it is how you interact with people on social media Mm -hmm. you know we've talked about this before we've talked about what we feel your appropriate response is if if you have some you know you don't want to let those those creepers come in the door if you get that guy that's like god you're so hot and if you were well, that's the other thing because you you talked about that when they they share their dirty laundry, mm-hmm. they'll you know they act single. Then you're like, well, are they single? Or are they not? Then they post something cryptic, but we all know it's about their failing relationship. Mm-hmm. And you know when a girl does that, that she gets DMs from guys. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that guys say is, if you were my girl, oh, you know, and it's like, no, <laughs> shut up, because you're you're a loser mm-hmm. because you're attracted to this loser girl. That's you know, you're a loser anyway, but. Those DMs, those messages, those comments, you should not be entertaining them. You shouldn't be engaging in them. Those type of people should not have a a welcomed presence in your social media platforms. Mm-hmm. It, that you, you need to nip that shit in the bud right when it starts. Well, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Like, no, I'm just saying. I know. Because we've talked does, about this. Yeah. Like, you don't post risque stuff. Mm-mm. But if you post something in a head-to-toe outfit and somebody says something inappropriate... You don't say, thanks, love. Mm-hmm. Oh, how sweet. Or, hee, hee, hee. You know, you idiot. You know, you don't do that. You just yeah. delete the comment or don't respond to it or something. Mm-hmm. So so it is how you're interacting. Mm-hmm. And, and once again, there's just this huge division of how people behave and talk to one another on social media versus how they do in person. I mean, if 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 a rand, if these guys that are commenting on your post, they're all gross, they're all losers, they're all fugly. Yeah. They're, none of them are a fucking catch because mm-hmm. guys that are catches, as we said before, do not behave that way. Mm-hmm. Guys that are catches don't respond to your thirst traps, and so this loser idiot guy that you're actually getting attention from, if he came up to you out in real life, you would 
spraying with mace. I know. I know. If he, if this creep and this loser walked up to you at the grocery store and was like, "Girl, if you were mine, I would," you'd be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Yeah, what are you? I don't know you. What are you doing? But online, you're like, "Hee hee hee!" You're so sweet. <laughs> you know. Kisses. <laughs> and guys are so stupid. They're like, "Well, that's how girls would react in real life," oh, and that's gosh. why you see guys now. Saying stupid shit to women, because oh, yeah. they they just don't they don't know how to behave. I know that's awful. So so it's 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 what you post, it's what you say, it's how you interact, mm-hmm. and it's it's what you what you pursue, mm-hmm. and and those those behaviors once again, as you kind of focus on how men behave, it is who are you chasing after? Mm-hmm. Why are you commenting on half naked girl photos? Yeah. Why are you? I mean, I, I was showing you something the other day. Uh, I was trying to remember who. What the post was? Oh, it was just I, I got this like, yeah, it was it was one of those that really ugly, half naked chick that was like two hundred pounds overweight, mm-hmm. um, that was like in one of the little reels or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And this guy was like, like basically like I would do anything to make you mine. Oh, I know. And then like we <laughs> so we started clicking on like. The so guys? I was like, I was, I was trying to prove a point, and mm-hmm. I, I was, I, I told Chris, I said, I want you to look. I said, I'm going to show you every single one of these guys that commented on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it said, and it, and like these guys, um, like next to their photo said top top fan, fan. yeah. So mm-hmm. he, this guy was a top fan, mm-hmm. and you clicked on it, and he was married. His profile picture was him and his wife, and his cover photo was their fucking wedding. Yeah, yeah. And they had three or four kids together. Oh my God. I mean, this is a married man telling some fugly fat chick in, you know, from across the world that he would give anything to be with her. Yeah. This Christmas or something like that. Yeah. I, or, yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't just like looking hot. I mean, he was like made some kind of proposition yeah. to her. Yeah. But but that's how, I mean, all these, I don't have to beat a dead horse. They're all just fucking losers though. I know the guys that interact like that um so if your husband is one of those losers oh my god I mean, and I know some of them I know the husbands that do this and oh, guess what gosh. they are losers but their wives aren't anything worth writing home about anyway yeah so it is cyclic yeah but even still like whether the wife isn't good looking or oh, it's still whatever, disrespectful it's very disrespectful extremely yeah and you married your wife because you fell in love with her and you're the one that fucking asked her to marry you you dipshit so why are you acting this way she's the only person on this earth that's probably going to touch your wiener so shut the fuck up that's what i was gonna say that's why they married him yeah because it was the only girl that would touch their wiener Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now they like to fantasize about other girls touching their wieners too yeah <laughs> Because their wife stopped touching their wiener. Oh, gosh. I like, I married, I married the ugly girl that I didn't really like, but she touched my wiener. And now we have kids, and she doesn't want to have sex, and I'm not even, now I'm not even getting my wiener touched by my ugly wife. <laughs> so I'm going to fantasize that it's getting touched by somebody else. <laughs> and that's what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Be- yeah. I mean, because, I mean, that's what it is. It when is. you look at all those, all these guys' pictures, when you look at them and you see that they're married, uh, they could all be freaking related. I mean, it's just... You can almost just guess on what their profile is going to look like. Yeah. How many friends? They don't have very many friends. They don't have, you know. Some they, of them are single, like weirdos too. Yeah. Divorced. Yeah. Mo- yeah. The single ones you are know, usually divorced. It's just such a. I don't know. But those are the guys that apparently all the women want attention from on social media. Ugh. Ugh, why girls? No. no. Like don't, don't you don't need attention from those gross ass dudes mm-hmm. gosh yeah like just whatever and these girls are like well i get i get paid money yeah. for it so i'll keep posting it mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just laughing all the way to the bank yeah meanwhile this poor guy that's married with three kids can't seem to get this total stranger to hook up with him <laughs> poor dude i feel bad for the <laughs> wife too though i'm just Jeez. joking <laughs> Uh, so the next one is they prioritize other people's needs over yours. Mm-hmm. This happened a lot with like, I think like family, mm-hmm. family issues where people, cause, and we've done a full episode and maybe we need to do another episode about, uh, your family, like, mm-hmm. well, I can't remember what, what it was called, but, but, uh, 
how your your family can mm-hmm. you know hurt your relationship or oh yeah or whatever yeah yeah and that, that's what you see the the and and I think initially you you would kind of lean to be like oh this is something that women typically do but you see men do it too mm-hmm. you see men uh, prioritize you know their siblings and their parents and or their mom yeah well that's why I said parents but oh, you'll yeah. you'll see like like uh, a divorced guy will prioritize his kids over his new wife mm-hmm. especially if he has daughters mm-hmm. and that ends up being a point of contention in the relationship um, even when the girls are grown. And everything, anytime they call daddy, daddy's going to drop everything he does, yeah. even if it includes new mommy, and go help the girls out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a partner that, mm-hmm. that is, you know, developed this pattern of behavior where your needs just always feel second, your, your needs are met as long as nobody else is wanting anything. If you're getting their leftover energy, if you're getting their their convenient energy or their convenient attention, uh, you know, horribly disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, for the person doing this, the advice is obviously stop. Mm-hmm. The, your your partner should be your number one priority, and it's not that you can't communicate or or connect or help out or or be for, be there for these other people, but you need to make sure that you're not doing that and same simultaneously neglecting your partner's needs mm-hmm. and desires. Yeah, um, and and this is this all those things. It's also that that needy friend that well, that's what I was gonna say. because yeah. I, I think I see a lot of women doing the needy friend thing mm-hmm. where. Well, she's just all alone and she just she got, needs me. She just got divorced or whatever. Yeah. And she needs me. And it's like, no, she needs herself yeah. <laughs> like more than anything. She needs to figure that out. But like if you want a good relationship, you need to prioritize prioritize your partner over this friend. Oh, for no sure. matter what your friend is going through. Mm hmm. Your partner is number one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I think that's a very simple, easy fix. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And break the pattern. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So uh, the last thing that we have is they are overly critical of everything you do. They feel like anything that you say is pointless. Your ideas are pointless. And they don't want to... They they almost make you feel stupid. Yeah, they make you feel dumb. They they could care less about what you think. They, you know, they, guys do this to women where they the the woman be like, oh, I think we should do, it. and he's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm the planner. Yeah, you know, so it's really kind of this condescending, this, this condescending, demeaning type of response. Um, but at the same time, you see it when. You know, men either have a an idea or a passion or something, and everything they do is just the wife views as a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't understand, and I I tend to think that or people. I remember with my ex wife, like if, if if my hobby was, you know, collecting comic books, well, that's childish. It's immature. You need to grow up. That's a waste of time. You're a waste of money. And it's like, yeah, but your hobby is watching endless hours of reality TV. Mm-hmm. How is that more productive than what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like what they tend to do is they, they don't see any fault in what they do, but they see fault in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as you try to compare apples to apples, they get overly defensive, and then they go on the attack, um, and then it, it all blows up. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, this this ultimately, uh, I mean, it's a given that be respectful because we're talking about respect. people are being disrespectful. Um, but it is just, it's it's being a decent person and a decent partner. You know, it, it really is allowing them to to feel safe having those having those ideas, having those thoughts, having those those pursuits you know and i've seen i've seen people do the the point system like you know you know a girl comes home from work or the wife comes home from work and or or let's whether she's at work she's home whatever and she talks about how challenging or something that happened her day and the husband immediately cuts her off or interrupts her and is like yeah let me know when you have to deal with blah blah Mm. blah 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 um 
and then they just throw it out there and it's like, okay, well, what I went through today obviously does not matter to them at all. Mm -hmm. I, but I have to care what they went through. Um, and a lot of times you guys, some, some couples may communicate differently. You may have one spouse that doesn't openly complain about what goes on at their work. They don't talk about their day. They don't vent. They leave it at work. And then their partner wants to. And then the partner that doesn't is kind of like, I don't ever bore her with my shit. Why is she boring me with hers? <laughs> it's like, well, you guys are just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. She wants to talk about that. She wants to get it off her chest. And it is one of those things, keep in mind, fellas, when she is talking about those things, it's not about you showing her the way to fix it or comparing how how not bad her day was with yours. Mm -hmm. It's about listening yeah, and giving feedback when asked, mm -hmm. not always looking for a, well, you know what you should do. Mm -hmm. And, well, I would have handled it this way. Or, I don't know why you're complaining about this because you need to be able to read the room and identify, are they asking for help? Are they wanting to talk about it? Are they just wanting to vent? And they just want you to listen? And I think if you're not sure, it's okay to ask. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, that's true. I think that's good. That's really, that's really good advice mm -hmm. because a lot of the time women specifically want to just vent mm -hmm. and they, and sometimes it gets frustrating to me, like with other women, if I, if I try to give solutions to like, I realize that they are they don't want a solution they're a typical woman yeah and don't want a solution from me either mm -hmm. and so i need to just shut up and listen too um but a lot of women don't don't want to they just want to vent they really do and they they want to let it all out mm -hmm. and sometimes you know you just let them let it out and then by the morning time they will have slept it off, mm -hmm. their thoughts and everything. And then then you can ask a question about it. Like, how are you feeling about that still? You know, mm -hmm. are you are you okay with with your decision or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And then usually they are a lot better to communicate with after yeah. after the fact. And I know one of the things that, that I that I do and I try to watch it is, is when you tell me stuff when one of the things that, that I, I, I don't know if I say I'm careful with how I say it, but I am aware of it. So I will say I know that I know this is easy for me to say, mm -hmm. and it would be much harder to do if I was in your shoes. However, mm -hmm. here's what I think about it, mm -hmm. um, or here's what I would do. But I always preface it with, I'm not you, mm -hmm. and I'm not the one in the situation. Mm -hmm. So it is a complete outsider's perspective. Do what you want with it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I think it is it is just, just finding that balance there. Um you know, I think that one of the other ones that that we I meant to kind of bring it up when we were talking about the social media thing, but it's not social media. However, we did talk about it not too long ago. It is the the blatant checking someone else out. Mm, mm -hmm. I know. You know. Yeah. Either in front of or behind well, your partner's I, I, back. I would even take that back to like the celebrity crush thing, too, mm, you mm -hmm. know, around that. Because cause it doesn't matter who. It is whether it's a celebrity or mm -hmm. or someone you know a, a regular person. Yeah, that is disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because because we, we see that. I mean, like I said, we we did an episode on it too long ago. It's one that always comes up. Yeah, Typically, the wandering eyes. a woman complaining about her husband's wandering eye uh -huh. and and checking other girls out and you know just gawking and jaw dropping, staring at women and mm -hmm. stuff like that and obviously horribly disrespectful mm -hmm. so. yes yeah i know that's so true yeah mm -hmm. for sure yeah. yeah yeah i mean uh i think it was a relatively short episode i don't have anything else yeah. to add. Uh -uh. No, we i know that there's a lot of other things out there so if you have more examples or experiences or whatever that of things we didn't talk you know throw them in the Send us a message, throw it in the comment on social media, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear it. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe we could... Do part two. Yeah, talk about it later mm -hmm. and or do a full episode on, on what you bring yeah. up. That, yeah, sometimes there's, there's one thing that's a good enough uh -huh. example that, that provides an hour-long conversation on that one thing. I know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, thank you all again, Always as always, so much for listening. 
uh, or watching, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.